This is a Looney Studios podcast. I'm Hunter Looney, the Game Master, and this show is here to give us a deeper dive into the world of Aird, which is traversed in Aird Tales. I'm joined today by Leah, who plays Gamore, and Noah, who plays Salazar, and we're going to be discussing the latest episode of Aird Tales and the genus of Ornithes, which includes fairies, gargoyles, harpies, and some more. I guess, Salazar, all the attention that you had garnered by going all over two countries and doing a bunch of shenanigans caught up to you? Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, you were also a crowd favorite. You stood out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, a correction. I looked up how much was on Mushok, the assassination contract. It's 15,000 platinum. So you had the same as her, a 15,000 platinum. Okay. So that's like $15 million. That's, that's pretty quick, right? <laughs> I don't know who, who the person be signing these contracts. Yeah, they'd have to be a pretty influential person with a lot of money behind them. Mm-hmm. What is that face? I'm just trying to figure out who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, what, do you all have any guesses? I don't know. Uh, the dude that became mayor or Ayush? You think Ayush would try to murder y'all? I don't know. She, like... Person is doing tried to make me kill my best friend. The doing of your, of Yusin? Mm-hmm. The leader of Yusin? I mean, does he have that much money, though? They... His the Doan of using usually is like they have a lot of ties in the assassination and thieves guild. Okay. And, and so it is quite possible. That's a good guess. I mean, I would have said someone from his village, but I when you said it was someone that must be really Yeah, to have that much kind of money. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know they would have that much money. If I was just thinking of people we've met that are like powerful slash well off if salazar hadn't placed at all in any event this wasn't going to get triggered (laughs) and at the rocksville games you would have just been like another participant you wouldn't have stood out so they wouldn't have seen you as much yeah (laughs) (laughs) i swear was it worth it was it worth making some money though to almost die I didn't a, make any money. He got a log anyway. You, you did? The one that, no, you made money. You made he money. got magical items. He oh. got a sweet bow, a log anywhere, and... A bow tie? Okay. Yeah. Was Okay, was it worth those things to almost die? Yeah. <laughs> sure. You haven't seen what all of them can do yet, though, right? I think I know what all of them can do, though. Yeah, he knows pretty well what they do. What does the bow tie do? It's a bow tie of charisma. Oh, right. He used it. Okay. I forgot. Yeah. Did you all have any questions for me from that? I was going to separate 
uh, I was going to make you, Leah, leave the room for that, but I wanted to see your reactions. Mm-hmm. Because... Okay, now I have a question about the beginning of the episode. What would have happened if I said no? To the tree walkers? Yeah. They wouldn't have stayed there. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Okay. Who knows what else is going to happen from the tree walkers? Mm-hmm. They're going to secretly murder you all in your sleep. Well, yeah. That's what... <laughs> Obviously. And who knows? I'm going to have to roll like... Uh... I thought it was some of them when he first got stabbed. Oh, yeah. Like, because, I mean, they just they just showed up and... That's what we call a red herring. Actually, I don't know if that's the correct term. What? A red herring to distract you. Oh, And oh. think that that's what it is. I think I'm using that correct. Uh, no, they, uh... And who knows how many of the rest of their family members are coming and Tens, apparently. <laughs> Tens. Oh, gosh. Um... So, you all have a meeting coming up then mm-hmm. with Alec. What Do you have any ideas of what you want to do in that meeting? I don't really... I don't know. I mean, we barely know anything about them. Yeah. Is they there... were protecting Mushak. Yeah. And was that it? Is that all we know? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything you want to do to specifically about these assassination contracts? I was thinking about like trying to buy it over. And like be, buy like... yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have that much money. Yet. <laughs> I mean, he's like way off of that. Oh yeah. So I hadn't thought of that eventuality. So that's a new one for mm-hmm. me, and I try to think of as many eventualities as I can with planning out. Um, you roll. I'm glad you rolled well on your perception check coming out of that dream, because they were going to get another freebie stab on you if you hadn't. You would have started already down to like half of your health. And also, those constitution checks you did. Do you remember doing those? Mm -hmm. Those were to see if you got poisoned or not. And you passed both of them and I was very upset. (laughs) Like, handily passed them. (sighs) I was wanting to make it a little harder on you. Noah looks kind of like, I still don't know what happened. (laughs) Which makes sense. But like, do you know, like the like the idea behind it is that like, you know, when you're having a dream, and I don't know if you're like actually cold in real life, you dream that you're cold, or if you actually need to go to the bathroom in real life, you dream that you need to go to the bathroom in your dream. Mm-hmm. It was like that. Like if you hadn't have rolled high, you wouldn't have realized that you were dreaming. That when you I mean that by that it was in real life. Yeah. <laughs> You would have just kept in the dream and then been like, ran into another oh, stick. These sticks keep stabbing me. What's going on? <laughs> it would keep getting, I would keep lowering the threshold that you had to roll above mm-hmm. to wake up. But you might have had a couple sticks on you before you woke <laughs> up. And 
I'm glad you passed the Constitution checks because my plan was always I had rolled to see how long before Mushak arrives and whether she won or not against her person. She, rolling off screen, had beat the person and then was heading your way. And I had a set amount of time before she got there. Mm. If I had rolled poorly for her, she would have... You would have maybe had to go check on her and intercede in her getting attacked. Y'all have anything else from the episode y'all wanted to... Mm. How long does it take to get to Shays? So it's like a... It's like a couple hour drive. You could... You could make, like, it in, like, three to four hours. If you left, like, okay. right in the morning, you'd get there right around lunch. That's a pretty good distance for Mooshock to get away from Yeah, our house, if anyone's still... Yeah, and there is an a, there is a Thieve and Assassin Guild in Desmodon, but her being in that mansion, and they wouldn't have seen her go in it, probably, so... It, Theoretically, she should be fine. Cool. Unless Shay's in on it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you asked me if I thought Ayush would do that. And, like, like I you don't think I... Whole... I didn't think she would have an underground, like... Yeah. You spent a whole summer with her. Yeah, yeah. but that was a while ago. Yeah. And sure. I'm saying, like, I was surprised by that. So I feel like at this point, like, I don't really... Plus, I think, like, I'm confused and perplexed by why she's because she was the one that like asked Salvazar to she just delivered the message to meet with Mushok and Alec on that secret meeting she was the conduit to get the message to Salvazar who sent Salvazar the like assassination job for the Oh no, she just candidate. let you know. So this was this happened the literally the episode episode quotation marks right before we started recording. So right before that mayor oral thing, mm-hmm. you had she took you aside, Ayusha took you aside and said, Hey, there's this big assassination contract. Do you want it? I felt like it was a trap. And it was for Mushok. And you were you were like, no, nah, I think I'm good. That was it. That's all you said. Uh, okay. So she pretty much runs, not runs, but like allows the assassination and thieves guilds to operate in her area. So it's not that she like is over them. She just provides a place for it to happen, and then takes a kickback on everything. Plus, I mean, I guess technically so, she could have been just wanting to show Salvazar that there was a hit on Mushok. Like, she could have been... Or she just knew, yo, you are an assassin. Do you want this? Um, nah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying, like, we don't know. Yeah, who knows? Which side she's on or whatever. I, I should probably contact her and try to find who made it. You? Contract. Well, you have somebody that can do... Uh, telepathy. Um, so maybe that's an idea for um, next, next time. episode. One of your pills. Well, we got to an idea. Y'all didn't have any ideas. We got to one. We did it. Mm-hmm. All right. So 
let's talk about the genus of orniths that are species that go around in your alls. Keep thinking place. of Guinness, like the beer. Well, <laughs> this is a term that's actually used in science, like like how we're homo sapiens. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not saying it's not scientific. I'm just telling you that's what makes me think of. Okay. <laughs> so the first one, I did this one in alphabetical order, are Adaras, which are the human-like species that have horns and tails and on rare occasions have wings that are kind of like you would see like dragon-esque wings on their backs but they're like people and they um can have the horns on like any parts like they could have them out of their temples they could have them out of the side of their heads the back of their heads like it just depends on the person it's kind of like hair to them but not really um and so even though they rarely have ring, ring wings, I place them in this group of species that has all have wings. So this is right up your alley since you love to fly, this group. Mm-hmm. Um, so the second one is, you all haven't encountered any of these people yet, the Batilos, which are bat-like people. They have huge ears. They are f- frugivores, which means they just eat fruit. What? Yeah, like fruit bats. I was going to say, does that exist in real life? Yep. Uh, all the vores, like frugivores, herbivores, omnivores, and stuff like that, are the actual terms for them. So, um, huh. they have big ears. Their mouths and digestive system work best when they're digesting fruits, but if they really need to, they could get a minimal amount of sustenance from other plants. But they really like like the nectars and s- sweets from the fruits. Um, but you're going to say if they really needed to, they could eat a vegetable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eh. So um, they generally like darker locations and they're able to see quite well in the dark. And their larger ears actually help them traverse in the dark. They're How big are they? Cause oh yeah, I didn't this say This sounds creepy. They're 6'8". Oh gosh! Wait, is that minimum or that's average? Average is Just, six eight bat uh, people. And are they bipedal? Yep. That yes. sounds super creepy. <laughs> the next group is um, corvos, which are um, crow or raven-like people, and they usually have black or blue feathers, and they have black beaks. So these. Corvos are one of the couple of different genuses of the flying people, the ornaths, that actually give birth via an egg. So, egg. These people uh, range about five foot three is their average height, uh, and they they have hollow bones so that they can fly a little easier. And the average intelligence of the corvos is much higher than other species. They're really bright. All right. So you encountered some of these in the last episode. Fairies. So fairies are six inch tall people that have wings that are like usually butterfly-esque wings, but can be other like variations of the wings. Um, They are extremely... Let me try to pronounce this. 
Exudativores. It's E-X-U-D-A-T-I-Vores. This means they eat things that plants exude, like gum and sap, sugary things. So like a tree that has sap, they'll just eat that and they can live on it. So um, they also, their average lifespan is 200 years. So they're pretty long lived. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they can, if they need to or want to, eat sugary things like candies and stuff. Because like sap from a tree is pretty close to that-ish. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you have one of these individuals working for you, um, gargoyles. So these individuals are defined by their hard skin. Not just one, right? More than one? No, you have one. It's uh, one oh. guy gargoyle. Okay. Uh, they, have, they are usually taller and they have wings. They have hard skin. Their average height is like 6'9". Pretty much LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, pretty close. And um, the colors that they have are usually grays or stone colors. and But they can be other colors as well. These mainly eat raw meat or osteophagy, which means they eat bones in the bone marrow and stuff. Um, they can also be omnivores-ish, but they, their digestive systems prefer that. Um, these individuals do not turn to stone. Mm-hmm. That's a myth in this world. I mean, unless they were magically turned to stone by somebody. But yeah. All right. The next ones are harpies. So these people, this people group is defined by their, they have talon and bird-like legs. And they have wings and these wings can either be on their backs or under their arms. They also give birth via an egg. Their average height is 4'3". They also have hollow bones, too. So, you also have one of these working for you. They're called, I'm going to butcher this again, Javers Saharses. Is that pretty, pretty good. close? Yeah. Um, so... These individuals are around a a foot and an inch tall. They have wings, kind of like butterfly wings, and they feed on emotions. And they can live to be 350 years old? Yep. That's average. Um, They're emotivores. They feed on emotions, usually happiness. That's it? Yep. They don't eat anything? Nope. I mean, they can. Wait, so when they take, like, when they eat happiness, does it... Make the person depressed? If they were overdoing it, yes. But generally they don't. If they were emotaholics, then yeah, they could overdo it probably and like be messing with people, making people depressed and stuff. But otherwise, normally no. You have not seen a significant difference living in that house with one of these individuals. So... These in um, this group of people were known as perpetual bridesmaids because they were known for 
being at festivals, weddings, etc., and helping plan those because they're very emotional times. <laughs> that is actual lore from this species in our world in Earth. These are actual, like, I don't remember what country they're from, but. All right. This is probably, if you weren't your species, Leah, this is probably what you would have picked. The Lindamas, which are pretty much humans or elves, but with wings on their backs. They have wings coming out of their shoulder blades, pretty much. Feathered wings. Um,. Average height is about the same as humans with being 5'8". The wings of these people are quite large because their bones are not hollow like the other birds and stuff. So they can be big wings. Also, there are some really cool videos on YouTube of people that have made cosplay wings that actually extend like Mm -hmm. this. And it's so cool. Okay. Um, It don't work for me. that, That wouldn't be... You don't like the wings? And he was, like, moving his shoulders like he was trying to... To make wings come out? Pop wings out. (laughs) And so our last group is one of my favorite ones, is the Uglas, which are owl people. They also give birth via an egg. Wouldn't that one of them been one? Nope. Huh. Not yet. I thought I did. So, um, these people resemble owls, um... Some have wings on their backs. Their average height is 5'5". Five, five. Um, they are carnivores, but can be omnivores if they need to be. Some have actually evolved to be omnivores. They are able to rotate their necks a maximum of 270 degrees without any harm to themselves. So, very good. Like, we can't even get close to that. Um, the vision of Uglas is significantly significantly better than other species. And they give birth via eggs. They have hollow bones just like the corvos and the harpies. Okay. So, I figured you'd like this episode because they're all flying ones. Mm-hmm. Or at least mm-hmm. most of them are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, that brings us to the end of this episode of Air Talks. And on the next episode of Air Talks, we'll dive deeper into the sen- some more sentient species of Air, specifically the genus of Papukas, which include the Mifsties, the Puminoids, and the Pantheras, which is what Salvazar is. Mm. All right, let's take care of some housekeeping. Our adventures encounter magical items, and I want to invite everyone to visit patreon.com slash Studios. The link is in the description. On the front page, there is a link to a Google form where anyone can submit an idea for a magical item. Anyone can do this. You don't have to be a patron. You can do this anonymously or put your name or username to receive credit if we use it. Please add to the list. We love seeing the new magical items that people make up. While you're there, you can also check out the Looney Studios Patreon. And if you become a patron, you gain access to the podcast early, among other perks. Speaking of Patreon, I would like to thank our patrons. Uh, you help support Looney Studios and Air Tales. And Looney Studios can be found at looneystudios.com and at social media platforms listed in the description. Please give a review on your favorite podcasting site, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, and submit magical items on our Patreon. The Looney family hopes that you have a wonderful day.
that was a Winnie Studios podcast.